The Thistle by George Murray, read for LibriVox.org by Sonia. The Thistle, a legendary ballad. Le cœur de l'histoire est dans la tradition. Twas midnight, darkness, like the gloom of some funereal pall, hung over the battlements of slains, a fortress grim and tall. The moon and stars were veiled in clouds, and from the castle's height no gleam of torch or taper pierced the shadows of the night. Only the rippling of the dee blent faintly with the sound of weary sentry feet that paced their slow, unvarying round. The earl was sleeping like a child that hath no cause for fear. The warder hummed a careless song, his lonely watch to cheer. Knight, squire, and page, on rush-strewn floors were stretched in sound repose, while spears and falchions, dim with dust, hung round in idle rows. And none of all those vessels bold, who calmly dreaming lay, dreamed that a foe was lurking near, impatient for the fray. But in that hour, when nature self-serenely seemed to sleep, in the dim valley of the Dee, a bowshot from the keep, a ghost-like multitude defiled, in silence, from the wood, that with its stately pines concealed the fort for many a rood. The banner of that spectral host is soiled with murderous stains. They are the tigers of the sea, the cruel-hearted Danes. Far over the billows they have swept to Caledonia's strand. They carve the record of their deeds with battle-axe and brand. Their march each day is tracked with flame, their path with carnage strewn. For pity is an angel guest their hearts have never known. And now the caitiffs steal by night to storm the fort of slains. They reck not of the fiery blood that leaps in Scottish veins. Onward they creep with noiseless tread, their treacherous feet are bare, lest the harsh clang of iron heels their slumbering prey should scare. Yon moat, they vow, shall soon be crossed, yon rampart soon be scaled, and all who hunger for the spoil with spoil shall be regaled. Press on, press on, and high in air the raven standard wave. Those drowsy Scots this night shall end, their sleep within the grave. Silent as shadows, on they glide. The gloomy foss is nigh. Glory to Odin, victory's lord. Its shelving depths are dry. Speed, warriors, speed. But hark, a shriek of agonizing pain bursts from a hundred Danish throats. Again it rings, again. Rank weeds had overgrown the moat, now drained by summer's heat and bristling crops of thistles pierce the raider's naked feet. That cry, like wail of Pibroch, stirred the sentry's kindling soul, and shouting, Arms! To arms! he sped the castle bell to toll. But ere its echoes died away upon the ear of night, each clansman started from his couch and armed him for the fight. The drawbridge falls, and side by side the bandit heroes fly to grapple with the pirate horde and conquer them or die. As eagles on avenging wings from proud Ben Lomond's crest swoop fiercely down and dash to earth the spoilers of their nest, as lions bound upon their prey, or as the burning tide 
sweeps onward with resistless might from some volcano's side so rushed that gallant band of scots the garrison of slains upon the tigers of the sea the carnage-loving danes the lurid glare of torches served to light them to their foes they hewed those felons hip and thigh with stern relentless blows claymore and battle-axe and spear were steeped in slaughter's flood while every thistle in the moat was splashed with crimson blood and when the light of morning broke the legions of the danes lay stiff and stark in ghastly heaps around the fort of slains nine hundred years have been engulfed within the grave of time since those grim vikings of the north by death atoned their crime in memory of that awful night the thistle's hardy grace was chosen as the emblem meet of albin's dauntless race and never since in battle storm on land or on the sea has scotland's honour tarnished been god grant it never may be end of poem this recording is in the public domain